Hello, friend. You've stumbled upon the Season 1 archive for On The Bubble Podcast with me, Josh Liston. This episode you're listening to today was recorded sometime between mid-2015 and early 2019. And just so you know, Season 2 of the show is coming on Gen 8, 2020. The first episode will drop on Gen 8, 2020, Melbourne, Australia time. So that should be the day before if you're in North America. We're looking to make the show more fun, more energetic, a little bit less monotone for me, a bit more like this kind of vibe, and yeah, it should be pretty awesome. So thank you for checking out today's episode. I'm really proud of all the stuff we did on On The Bubble Podcast in the early days, which is kind of now wrapped up in season one, and pretty excited about where it's going for season two. So thanks once again, folks, on thebubblepodcast.com to get season two, to hear all of the episodes from season one, including this one today, if you want to share it with somebody or whatever. And I'll leave you with this crucial piece of life advice. So long, and thanks for all the fish. Welcome back to On The Bubble Podcast. My name is Josh, and today we're discussing the Save Our Show fan campaign for the WB's Roswell. It was in production from 1999 to 2002, and in the context of On The Bubble podcast, it was truly one of the first shows to show the power of the emerging internet fan community. So for all episode resources and any other links that may be mentioned in today's episode, including the quotes which we will be reading, go to onthebubblepodcast.com and look for the Roswell post. Just before we kick off today, today's episode audio was performed predominantly by my friend Rodolfo Gerard, so thank you Rudy for that. Now let's talk some Roswell. Quote, Roswell fans added some heat. In 2000, those viewers fearing a first season cancellation of the Tabasco-loving alien teen soap opera rallied for this early example of the power of internet fan communities. Unquote. Quote, Organising themselves through the fan site Crashdown.com, named for a restaurant in the show, fans sent 3,000 bottles of Tabasco to the WB network execs. While the CEO and the programmers appreciated the sentiment of the hot sauce, they were more impressed by the burgeoning power of the internet to secure viewers and a passionate fan base. And the show was renewed for two more seasons. Unquote. Quote, Starting with the second season, after a fierce fan-driven campaign involving bottles of Tabasco sauce being sent to the network's offices, a favourite condiment of the show's alien characters, veteran science fiction writer Ronald D. Moore was brought in to join Kadams as an executive producer and showrunner to further develop the science fiction elements of the show. Unquote. Quote, Absolutely keep it up. I'll tell you, the campaigning that they have done from the first two seasons I really do think is responsible for the show coming back. Unquote. Quote, It makes me feel really honoured to be part of something that got that going. I think it's one of the most moving things about my involvement in the show. And I'm blown away by that. Unquote. Thank you again to Rudy for reading those particular quotes. The last two we heard there were actually from Roswell showrunner Jason Cadams, who, as you could hear, was very thankful and honoured by the way that the community reacted over multiple seasons to try and keep Roswell a viable property on the air. So one final production note that I found really interesting 
and it will actually play into a future episode of On The Bubble podcast. According to a ScreenRant.com article from May 23, 2017, Roswell as a media property was being shopped around to other genre networks, including UPN. So it's best described in the following quote, which comes from the ScreenRant.com article itself. Quote, The series, Roswell, was offered to UPN as part of a package deal when another show with a feverish fan base made the move from one network to the other. Unquote. So just in case you're wondering what that show is, it's actually one of my favourite shows ever, and I didn't know this about this particular show. It's actually Joss Whedon's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Now, I remember when Buffy the Vampire Slayer was moved. I didn't at the time understand why or how the machinations of that movement occurred, and I certainly had no idea that Roswell was apparently one of the conditions of that particular sale of intellectual property from one network to another, but it's really interesting stuff. So in the future on On The Bubble Podcast, with the help hopefully of Rudy again, I'm going to dig into when shows were part of packages that move from network to network, and maybe it's the fact that a more powerful property was associated to that show is part of the reason why a particular show or idea made it from being on the bubble to being back into production. So I won't spend any more time talking about that now, as we'll be dealing with it more in the future. The next episode, we're going to have far, far more detail. Roswell was a little sparse, being a show that was almost a little bit pre the internet boom. So yeah, thanks once again for sharing the show and being part of this community. We really, really appreciate it. Okay, see you later.